Hi there, and welcome to Fibercast, the podcast for sellers by sellers. I'm Adam, aka Twisted Web123, and today I'm flying solo with special guest Chris, aka Diet Mad. Welcome to the show, Chris. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself today? Hello, everyone. My name's Chris Overton. I am um, I'm a seller on Fiverr, and I've been selling for about I think about five years. Um, and I think I believe I was one of the first uh, of of my kind to to sell sort of a diet and a workout kind of plan. Lots of people do it now, but I was uh, I was one of the originals. Yeah. Um, so I, I started on Fiverr about five years ago, and it was mainly to support myself um, as I'm an actor. And, and I'm very much into fitness and, and, and health, um, and I have a very specific way of eating and, and working out. And I thought I could put this into practice. When I first heard about Fiverr back in 2011, um, I thought, oh, God, I could I could definitely do something here. And I kind of want to share uh, you know, my ways of, of doing things. And that's exactly what I did. So, so, uh, yeah, I, I live in London and that's me. <laughs> so when you looked at Fiverr and you, you know, you kind of looked at the health and fitness side and thought I could definitely offer something here. What did you decide to offer from that? First of all, I, I looked at Fiverr and there was nothing else like what I wanted to sort of do. Um, you know, I work, I work out and I eat a certain way. Um, and I, I had done for a long time before I started to sell my my diet plan and my workout plan. So I wanted to, to present it in a kind of a fun way that would you know catch attention. So I just kind of wanted to put what I already did into a kind of plan that was most importantly easy to follow uh, because I believe you know what I do is easy and uh, and and fun as well I, I still to this day I've been doing it you know over 10 years now and I still I still have a lot of fun uh, doing things the way I do them so I yeah I just kind of wanted to put that into a simple plan that could appeal to anybody and everybody so you know whether you're 16 and you're just starting the gym or you're still you know you're still going at it and you're uh, you know 18 90 years old I just kind of wanted it to appeal to uh, anyone and everyone, male and female. So the reason we've got you on the show today is because we're kind of looking at different business structures that you can apply to Fiverr. And today we're kind of looking at how you can find success on Fiverr with a pre-made product. And in your case, you've gone ahead and created this pre-made product in the sense of a diet plan. So when it came to looking at Fiverr and you know you looked up and you thought, I can do this fitness stuff, I can do this diet stuff, what made you decide to go with the pre-made product and to choose that kind of business route? Well, for me, there was kind of no other way to do it, really. Um, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And it did suit the way I was going to do things. I mean, not every business, not every person on Fiverr would be able to do a pre-made plan uh, or a you know a pre-made product. It doesn't work for every business. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do templates. So, you know, they'll, instead of doing like a completely bespoke thing, they'll have a template and they'll just kind of fill in the gaps. So, you know, that's kind of like halfway there to a pre-made product. But, but for me, I, I kind of wanted something that I could deliver very quickly. So I knew it would take a long time to set up and it did. It took me, you know, a good, I'd say a good three to six months to get every single thing that I've got in place and ready to go. Uh, but I, I really wanted to do that. That was really important to me that I could, if I got an order, I'd be able to deliver it really quickly. And I, and I can, I'm very fortunate that if I get an order, you know, I can kind of deliver it, you know, in around about 10 seconds. 
And I do still to this day from, you know, th- that hasn't changed for me since day one, really. I've always, you know, been able to deliver it exceptionally uh, quickly. That was my aim, really. Yeah, I imagine that's one of the, the major benefits to having, you know, the, the pre-made setup and the pre-made plan. And I think what it sounds like in your situation is that with your lifestyle where, you know, acting is your main profession and something you want to get into, the pre-made plan allows you to have, you know, that residual income over time with very little time actually putting into it, yet you're still getting the benefits out from that. And I, I must say, you know, as you say, you've been on since 2011 and we're talking almost five years later and you're, you're still selling that pre-made plan well, it's still selling to this day. So even though it took, you know, that three to months of hard work and getting everything together, collecting it together and making this good product, it, you have really reaped the benefits from putting in that initial time because we're, we're talking, as I say, years and years down the line and it's still selling. Uh, yeah, and I didn't know if it would ever last. I didn't really expect it to take off and it kind of did. I didn't, you know, I think when I first when I first did it, I couldn't believe I got my first sale. I was like, oh, wow, someone's actually bought it. And then the next stage was, oh, God, like, you know, uh, uh, someone's actually left a positive review and said it's really good. Um, so I, I knew it was good, but um, I just didn't know if it would work on a selling it on a website like Fiverr. So I was initially quite surprised. And then, you know, it kind of went in stages for me. You know, I became like a, a level one seller, a level two seller, and then a top rated seller. That was kind of a big deal and it kind of all changed for me when I became a top rated seller and then I became featured. So I am very fortunate and um, that really sort of gave me a, a boost. I'm very lucky that it's still still selling. And I think part of the reason for that is because of how I deliver that, because of the fact that it's already set up. So, um, you know, there's people uh, on Fiverr that, you know, do amazing things, but it, it would take them quite a lot of their day to do just one order i could and i'm very lucky that the fact that i could deliver hundreds of orders and it wouldn't take too long so yeah i'm very fortunate that came off for me and all the hard work at the beginning has sort of paid off so it's it's worth mentioning with the pre-made product you know sometimes it can go really well sometimes you can maybe like list something and you find that sales may not go as you expected or may not go as you hoped what would you say is kind of the attribute to your success for this model? To me, it kind of sounds like the amount of effort that you put into that content initially and really brought it to the table as a finished, polished product. Would you agree with that? Or would you say that something else maybe led to that success? Uh, no, I'd, I'd totally agree with that. I think, you know, I put so much hard work into the design of the plan and, you know, the the videos Um I think it, it's accessible to people and the plan's easy to engage with. It's aesthetically pleasing and um, you get a lot of information and you can just sit, you know, sit there reading it. So I'd like to say as well, you know, I, I did really think about making it kind of like diet mad, kind of like a brand. I think, you know, and especially as more and more that I'm, you know, over the years, I think having a brand is really important. But also, I think. The the one thing I must say is um, customer care. I'm a genuine guy and um, I really do genuinely care about each and every single person that buys my plan. I, re- I really do. I really want people to get as much as I get out of it because I know, I've, you know, it's tried and tested on so many people and, you know, it hasn't all been plain sailing. And if, if anyone out there that sells a lot will know that you, you can't please everyone. 
uh, you wouldn't expect it, but it's the way you handle that. You know, it's about being fair and and trying to treat your customer like you'd want to be treated if you bought something. So I think it's it's really really important to to try and make sure every single person that you that buys your plan is happy and that takes time like that's probably the most time consuming bit of having a pre-made product because yes you can deliver it in 10 seconds but sometimes it, it takes a lot of time um to to make sure that uh, a customer is happy you know they'll have questions they'll have expectations that haven't been met and it's about it's about solving those problems in in a really nice nice way that is a big attribute as well I think you've hit quite a lot of nails on the head there because there was actually a time on Fiverr when I sold or I sold a pre-made product where I actually I went out and I bought or purchased uh, the master resale rights to a bunch of like 50 WordPress templates or something and I had the full resale rights to sell them and I thought what the hey I'm going to put them on Fiverr I'm going to see how it does. Now, I think over maybe about a two-year period, I, I got about 100 sales or maybe about 50 sales from that. And it, it more than paid for itself when it actually cost me to buy, but it didn't connect with the audience in the same way that your pre-made product did. And I think you've highlighted a lot of improve, uh, or a lot of important areas there where you talk about the branding and the fact that it's customized to you, where you know if I went out and I bought like an ebook and I, I just put it on there to sell, it kind of looks, it doesn't look like it's my writing or, you know, my brand that's kind of pitching it forward. Whereas we see you on your video, we see you matched in with the brand of your username and we can see it as a complete valuable product as opposed to something that's potentially, you know, being purchased elsewhere and just resold on again. The other thing that you talked about as well, where you talked about the customer care, I think is extremely important. And I know from seeing other people that often when they go ahead and they create a you know a new product or something that they're going to pre-sell that they often give out evaluation copies or which are a reduced price or you know free versions to friends or families or just people to kind of critique them and give them feedback because you may know that the content is good you may fully stand behind your content but it's not at the end of the day all about the content it's about as you say how it's ingested by the reader, if it's fun, if it's easy to ingest, or if people are looking at it and going, well, the information's there, but I don't feel drawn into it. I don't feel connected to it. So when you're talking about having the customer care and things along these lines, I think your model has actually fitted very well into the Fiverr platform because you've only got that $5 lead-in, which is relatively a very small risk for the buyer. So the buyer can take that kind of risk on a new service or a new pre-made product, which they see linked to your brand. If they like it, fantastic. If they don't like it and they're willing to give you feedback as to why, you know, you could kind of maybe resolve with that buyer where you're refunding them, but you're getting that feedback and altering your product, or you could discuss with that buyer and see what else you can do. But from the buyer and seller point of view, it's not like you're offering, you know, a $200 ebook or a course where they kind of have no let's say kind of preview into what you're going to offer and how you're offering it so you're kind of you're always getting that information to dynamically alter and improve what you want to offer and i just think overall everything you've kind of mentioned there kind of ticks all the boxes of what i i say you should do when you're offering a pre-made product you know you've got good unique content related to your brand you've got the good customer service where you're understanding the product and how it's been taken on by others You've got the swift delivery as well, which allows you to snowball quickly, you know, where if you were delivering, say, you had 10 orders and you were delivering 10 orders over 10 days, 
that's a very slow period where it's not really rap, you know like ranking up or happening quickly whereas the fact you say you're delivering in 10 seconds you are getting feedback by you know from that hopefully on the minutes so any people browsing or coming across your gigs are going to see all this feedback from the last couple of days whereas on some pre-made products you may see on fiverr or you know being sold away from fiverr the feedback may be from years ago because they're very sporadic in fulfilling those orders so obviously for you this has worked out very well and people listening to this may kind of think well you know this is this is great but you've got a clear work plan here and you've got the video guide after that what can i kind of offer as a pre-made product what what would this work for for me in regards to this model now what would you kind of suggest to those people who are kind of thinking about how they could turn what they do into something pre-made um, before I go on to that question, I'll just uh, there's a few points that I, I'll, I'll sort of touch on that you spoke about because I thought you made some good points there that sort of relate to what I do. Um, one of them is the pricing. Um, I think that's crucial for me. I've been with Fiverr for a long time, and I always say I'm a patron to it, so I've seen it really evolve. And you know, the the gig extras was a, a very new thing for me. You know, I thought about that. I thought, how can I draw people in? And it was just not an option for me to sell. It's, it's got to be cheap. You know, that was a really big thing for me that it had to be cheap. So and people will get a, a lot of value for money. So everyone, uh, the feedback I always get is, wow, you get a lot. You get a lot for your money. And that's what I want people to have a lot you know, value for money. So I've I've sort of gone for the, you know, high sales um, at, at low cost. So I, I want high volume at a low cost. So I, I sort of want anyone to be able to afford everything that I offer, um, you know, which is I offer my whole bundle for $25. I think, as you say, actually, that's a really good point to compliment because where I touched upon the quick delivery, some, you know, there's other business models available and other way of going about things. But when it comes to pre-made, if you have 100 people view your gig and it's based at $5 and they buy it, you have 100 feedback, let's say. Whereas if you had one gig based at $500, 100 people view it, and only one person buys it, in regards to your pre-made product, when someone comes on that page, they're just going to see one feedback. And while, yes, you've, you know, you've made $500 from that sale, the chances are when it comes to a pre-made product, that's not going to help you further down the line because as the days go on or the weeks go on, that feedback's going to look older and older and it you know it may kind of deter the, the newer buyers coming on thinking well this product hasn't been sold for two months is it, is it still worth buying whereas because you've got that low lead-in it's being bought regularly and your pre-made product it's never kind of expiring or kind of you know looking out of date because it's always regularly looking purchased looking active and looking relevant yeah definitely that's such a good point and something i've not actually ever thought about before um, yeah, just going back to the the customer care thing. Um, I think it's it's really important to mention. I mean, how many times we've all we've all you know had a bought a product and not been satisfied with it, and we've wanted answers or we've wanted uh, resolutions. Um, so I think it's 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 so important. If you're a seller on Fiverr, you must you must consider um, customer care, and you must be you know, the, the, the shop owner, you have to be the shop owner and you have to be responsible for your customers. I think that's, as you say, especially important for a pre-made product when it comes to customer care. I remember, um, when I was featured on the blog as a, um, a super seller, one of the advices I gave about 
having positive feedback was anytime I ever set up a new service or a new gig, I never actually marked an order as delivered or complete when I sent the order. I always sent the order, you know, a couple of days early and waited to hear the feedback to kind of, you know, reassure myself that this is what they're looking for. What I'm producing is good. And I think that's even more important with a pre-made product, because if you put it, let's say you get your first sale in, you put your first sale out there and the person, you close up the order, the person comes in and says, I don't like it, it's terrible. They leave a feedback, a negative feedback saying, content is absolutely rubbish, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's 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 a hurtful negative feedback. The issue you've got there, as a pre-made product, what you are delivering doesn't really change. So if someone orders my logo design gig and doesn't like it, Buyers can look at that and go, well, that was their iteration for their logo. You know, I like his portfolio. Maybe my iteration can be different. My taste is different, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to pre-made, you're kind of always delivering the same thing. So if you're getting negative feedback, especially as a, a new kind of seller where you've just set up the gig, it can really impact those future sales because people already understand this content doesn't change. So I, th- I mean, I think there's a there's a tipping point where it kind of goes from you set up, you get the feedback to reassure what you're doing is good, et cetera, et cetera. Then further down the line, you still have that customer care, but you know that if there's any issues, you have full confidence in your product that other people like it. And you don't necessarily have to change things or swap things around, but you deal with that customer in a friendly manner. But when it comes to those initial sales, you really need to be responsive to the feedback you're getting in regards to the content and be open to changing or developing that content further. I would always, always, I would lose sleep over someone maybe potentially giving me a negative feedback. I really, <laughs> really would. Um, because I, I have the opinion, I have the view that you, you need to price a negative feedback. For me, I, I always had the attitude like a negative feedback is is like, you know, the like a thousand dollars. If you have a negative feedback, it's it doesn't look good on your page. So that's why customer care is so important to me. I do put a price on a negative feedback and it, it can cost a lot. You know, if, if you have loads and loads of negative feedback, who's going to buy it? I agree. I mean, um, in regards to me, though, when it comes to I, I do receive negative feedback on on certain gigs that I have. It's a small percentage, but such as my my logo design gig um, receives a few negative feedbacks because what I deliver is very subjective to the taste of the buyer. But that service is always changing for, you know, for who is, who's ever ordering because it's a different logo, different designs, et cetera, et cetera. And I can I can kind of take that feedback on the chin because I understand not everyone likes everything. And it's all down to taste. But when you you say you put a price on it, I think that's completely true when it comes to a pre-made product, because it's those early stages where you need buyers to understand your content is good, because as I say, it, it never changes. So negative feedback, obviously, I don't like receiving negative feedback either. I mean, I, I have also lost sleep over negative feedback before, but it's a lot less of an effect to something that's more you know dynamically changing as a service to kind of a pre-made product. And I think that's why, you know, if you ever go across any landing page or, or sale pages where they're selling programs or eBooks, you'll always see on those kind of websites that they do have, a, in their case, a money back guarantee to kind of handle that because when it comes to being pre-made, bad publicity can be very damaging and kind of maybe shorten the lifespan of the time you can offer that service. It's difficult because if they don't like that, then there's not much else really. 
But one one thing I was thinking about uh, in regards to expanding the structure, and you you mentioned a little bit earlier, um, you know, you can't necessarily have a leading of say two hundred, three hundred, five hundred dollars, etc. Because we were we were kind of talking about the lower risk to get them to buy the pre-made. Now, one idea I kind of had about expanding this was you have the low priced pre-made product, such as you know the five dollar workout plan. And it completely depends on your situation and if you want to do this. But you could expand that further and have your pre-made product and then have your custom upsell. So in your case, you have your pre-made product, which is the work plan, and it's the, the video series based on that. And then your custom upsell could be something like be your virtual um, fitness coach or be, you know, have a virtual conversation uh, or consultation about health and fitness and, you know, over Skype or something where you maybe charge $100 for an hour's consultation. So then you have the ability to offer that custom service for those who want it, but you price it at a premium. So it makes it worth your time, given your current lifestyle where you've got a lot going on. You know, you can't really sell your, your pre-made at 100 but if someone turns up and says, hey, I want to talk to you for an hour on Skype about, you know, a personal plan or I want to get down with you and have a custom offer in this way. Do you think there's the potential for something like that? Uh, yeah, certainly. And it's definitely it's definitely something I've um, thought about uh, in the past. But again, because of, you know, the other things I do in life, it, it's 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 quite difficult to justify it, sometimes even even an hour. But uh, it's certainly something I I could, I could, and and would do, and I, you know, I get a lot of messages on on Fiverr daily, you know, kind of asking a, a similar sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something I am I'm open to, um, and um, you know, there there are there's loads of different ways to sort of expand this, but I think keeping my video uh, fresh and up to date, you know, I wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be too long before I changed that and, and made uh, uh, humor is a, is a big thing that works on Fiverr. If, 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 you know, I've, I've put a lot of humor. Um, well, some, I hope some people find it funny anyway, it might just be me, but um, I've got two <laughs> gigs, um, my killer abs gig and my, uh, my diet and workout plan, the killer abs gig. I think I learned a lot more from Fiverr and that came second. And I put, a lot of humor into that and um I, I you know and the first video as well i think that's really important just to make it interesting to make it fun so i would certainly develop um develop the uh the, the sort of homepage, page you know my gig page video um even more and try and make that more interesting so there's lots of different ways i could do but yes yeah, cer certainly i have definitely thought about doing the the, the one hour consultation or or something like that um yeah, because I, I really do believe I, I can change sort of any body type. Every single person in this world has a six pack. So by the sound of it, then it sounds like there's there's kind of two different routes that you go for expansion. With one being looking to expand the literal service, where you may have you know your pre-sold or your pre-made, and then your custom upgrade or your custom extra. But then the other side of looking to expand that is looking at expanding your brand. So, you know, you have your base gig, you've got your brand as Diet Mad at the moment, your base gigs become successful, you kind of create yourself as a mainstay as health and fitness on Fiverr, and then that leads you on then to create maybe other health and fitness related gigs that may also be pre-made. So the expansion comes from basically building up that brand where you can offer more gigs, and rather than people look at your profile and go, well, this guy's got 10 different gigs about different health and fitness, what's going on here? They'll look at your profile and go, wow, Diet Mad offers all these different services. There, you know, there's so many great ones that I can choose and pick multiple from there. And the 
the kind of essence of that is having a good brand behind it. Because if you visit someone's profile and, you know, maybe they've got 30 pre-made products and they're a new seller with, or I should say 20 pre-made products, they're quite a new seller with little feedback. It really doesn't have the kind of, you know, the same weight or the, the kind of potential as expanding that from your brand first has. Yeah. And that's a really good point. What you said about the, you know, the 20 gigs, um, I've always, I didn't want to have loads and loads of gigs. I could have done like, you know, kind of the same thing, but just a different gig. And I don't, I don't, I think spreading it out isn't always necessarily a good idea. I mean, a lot of people do very well with that. You know, people that do like uh, birthday videos and and stuff like that. But I think, I think if you have it, what to, to me, one good, powerful gig is a lot better than, you know, 20 kind of average, okay ish kind of gig. So I've always, I've always really believed that um, to, to keep those gig numbers low, really, and just to make it sort of quality over um, over over quantity. You've got to sort of establish yourself first. I think a lot of people on Fiverr um, don't establish themselves, and then they do. You know, they make twenty gigs, and uh, you know it's never going to work. I think um, it's really important to establish yourself. It's hard on Fiverr. It's harder now than it was before. Um, simply because you know there's a lot of gigs out there there is so many gigs um i mean the last time i looked there were oh god there's millions um so it, it is hard to stand out um so i suppose i can see the logic people think right if i spread myself thin in terms of you know if i make more gigs i'll be seen more i wouldn't be tempted if you're especially if you're a new seller to do the same thing but times 20 just try and put all your effort into that one gig and, and make your profile look fun and and video you have to have a video um not not every gig needs one but i, th- I think it's 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 really important if, if you can get some sort of video um it you know it it, it definitely helps the sales i think I, I think that's true i think videos definitely in regards to depend on the product very much do help the sales and in your kind of scenario where you are the branding and I mean, you're, you're selling health and fitness and you're on video showing that you are indeed, you know, fit and healthy. <laughs> I, I don't think you can, you can have any kind of better sale than that than showing that you are the, the result of your product. I want to kind of dial back and kind of talk about what other kind of services or products this model could kind of work well for. It's a tough question that because it doesn't work for everyone. But like I said, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ways you can kind of, you know, make a template. And a lot of people do. That's certainly nothing new on Fiverr. So many people do that. They have a they have a a strong template and they just fill in the gaps. Um, So, you know, a lot of people do like, I don't know, birthday videos and maybe something's already pre-recorded, whether that be a voiceover. And they just sort of very cleverly slot in names and um, messages and, and, and things like that. For me, when it comes to pre-made, it comes down to before you decide to do anything pre-made, you have to choose a route. Route one is kind of like a service-based pre-made option. Like you say, having templates where you may offer to sing someone happy birthday. And when someone orders, you just, you know, randomly sing happy birthday to Chris and then plug that into your pre-made file. So you're not singing all over again. But then you have the other side of the pre-made, which is more about the product and the content and the information. Now, that's where I think that this model could be expanded to anyone, because anyone in any field usually has information that someone else is going to find interesting or they're going to find valuable. 
So, I mean, if I were to list different elements, for example, when I look at website coding, people who do website coding may think to themselves, well, how do I sell a pre-made product? Think about the information. So you go ahead and maybe create a seven-part video course on WordPress is very popular at the moment, how to set up and install your own WordPress website. Let's say you're a voiceover artist, if you want to go a bit more producty and think about how do I sell pre-made voiceovers? Well, think about it. What do people like to order? They maybe like to order popular kids songs if you are more of a singer with your voiceovers, or they may need loads of different words that they can kind of splice together for different occasions, or they may need sound effects and you're kind of pre-packaging things that you can put together. You kind of look at a kind of another option and you can kind of you can go in so many different routes with it where it's not so much what kind of service or industry can I make pre-made, but rather thinking about what can like the structure of what's pre-made. So you look at ebooks, creating content for ebooks, you look at video courses as you have done, you then have got like um a diet plan or a plan of action or a checklist, if you like. So, I mean, I've seen gigs before where people say, I will give you my checklist for starting a Kickstarter campaign. And all it simply is, is people who are looking to, you know, be interested in starting a Kickstarter campaign, they order from this person and then they receive a checklist, you know, like one to 10 of everything you need to do. So think about going outside the box. Let's say you're in social marketing. I will offer a checklist of setting up a Facebook advert that converts. I will, you know, create a checklist of creating a Twitter profile because, again, not everyone understands these things. So I think you can kind of cover pretty much anything. It's just about figuring out what you can make pre-made from that. So as I say, you've got the video courses, ebooks, checklists and plans, um, pre-packaged products in for your niche. So with the voiceovers, you can pre-sell loads of voiceover clips. With stories, you could maybe, you know, pre-sell loads of stories. With videos, you could pre-sell loads of video effects. And I think there's a there's a lot of different kind of possibilities there for that. Well, there you go, Adam. I think you've just inspired everyone uh, who's a seller on Fiverr. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a hard question for me, but I think you've completely uh, answered that Um yeah, that's there is a lot. There is a lot of scope when you break it down like that, and you just if you think about your own product, you know, if we if, if it's something you're passionate about, there's definitely information that goes with that. So yeah, definitely the ebook and the video course route. But I think only you know if you're passionate about voiceovers, you'll be listening to this now, thinking, oh well, I could do this and this and this. You you know your own market. I think you know I know the health and fitness market very very well, so I know what I could do and and um it, yeah I think you've uh, I think you've just inspired everyone there Adam it's uh, it's almost like um making the product first and then plugging the content in so you know if I were to break down your gig I say right I want to make a plan what do I know about health and fitness I make a health and fitness plan I want to make a video series what do I know about WordPress, I'll make a WordPress video series. And for me, that, that's the key of doing the pre-made product is to kind of go backwards in how you do it. Think about what you literally, you know, want that product to be like, what sort of format or how that is, and then plug that content in afterwards. Yeah, I think for me, uh, it was simply my life, basically. That, that's, what I, that's what I've done. I've put what I do in terms of eating, um, you know, seven days a week, um 
and uh, you know what I do at the gym I put that I put my life into a plan so it might be one of those things where it's you know it's staring staring you so close in the face that you can't even see it so you might be doing something day in day out and if you really stop and think and you go I don't know if it's a hobby or something like that you you, you know they always say um you can your, your hobbies uh can easily become a a career because they're the ones you care about that it's something that you care about the most um, and for me that was definitely true so you know we, we've kind of covered today you know all the kind of ways you can go about doing pre-made products and the benefits and obviously you have reaped a lot of benefits from this in the sense that we're five years down the line and you're still selling well but it's also got to be said that there can also be downfalls to this type of product or this type of business plan now, what kind of downfalls have you faced over that period? Okay, I've I've, <laughs> I've definitely had my fair share of downfalls, but the um, the 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 biggest one, and it really hurt a little bit actually. It was a it was it was really annoying, and thank God someone pointed it out to me. Um, but you know, I I was on Fiverr selling and you know putting all this hard work in and. Um, you know, selling away, and and I I didn't know, but someone messaged me and said, "Look, this guy is selling your product," and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't! I, I I hope that's not true." So I clicked on it, and it was there was a there was a seller selling my products that I've made that I put all the work in, and and it, the the worst thing was he had a profile this person did with my picture on. It was my picture, my body, and the to get even worse. There was about twelve positive reviews on it, so I don't know. For every for every ten sales I do, or five sales I do, I'll get one positive review. So so God knows how much that person had made, and I thought, oh, oh that was so annoying, and I had no control over that. So and that unfortunately, that is something you don't have much control over. I at least get three requests a week on Fiverr asking if they can use my diet plan on their website. Can I use this to sell on as my own? And the answer is always no. It's it's mine. I created it, and it's uh, it's it's copyrighted. So so that that hurt, and that was a was a bit of a blow, and kind of a realization that. Um, and I and I have taken it further in some cases, and which was hard to deal with, but worth it in the end, and uh, was able to be resolved. I won't go into too much detail about it, but um, you know, I did take action, and I, I was able to take it further on one occasion. But you know, I still I saw the other day um, on on Google. I don't know how I came across it, but someone was selling my diet plan on another website, and you just think, oh God, I can't. Um, you know, there's only. There's only so much you can do about it, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's that is a big downfall. If you've got a pre-made product, someone can you know easily take that and sort of sell it, um, and and that has been the case. So I, I just do my best to, to stop that from happening, and um, and I just think it's you know think of something, think think of something original, original yourself. You know, I just think that's so low and. I believe in karma anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is probably, from an emotional point of view as well, you know, the fact you've put in so much effort and time into that product, it's got to be quite damaging. But also from the actual, the whole logistics of it, it can be very damaging to a pre-made product because essentially with your pre-made product, the information within the mystery, if you like, of it within is the is the key. It's the product that's being sold. So if that's kind of taken away and blown out there or sold elsewhere, that can that can really be damaging. But I think when you say, you know, you've taken things further sometime and you've kind of 
you kept abreast of the situation to make sure that you are kind of protecting your rights, protecting your content is probably the right way of, of going about it. And I mean, one thing that I'd probably recommend there, um, which is a bit of a, it's not really programming as such, but it's, it's my programming head going on is potentially um, Google has a, a system called Google Alerts where you can subscribe to Google Alerts where you basically say, hey, Google, if you index or find any websites or pages that are similar to these terms, shoot me an email. And what you could be tempted to do is set up a Google alert for your username or try and set up a Google alert for your picture. If your picture, you know, is used elsewhere or set up Google alerts for uh, random things like my workout plan or a Google alert for little parts of your description. So you can maybe have Google notify you if someone tries to copy your description or any part of your profile now as you say it can be quite difficult monitoring or not so much monitoring but take getting other websites to take action and bring that down but at least having the pre-warn and being pre-planned about that does mean that even if you know it's on a website and you have no control over it the next thing you can then look to do is maybe to improve your product so let's say for example you had just the workout plan and over about a year, let's say the workout plan had unfortunately been resold elsewhere and been distributed and with a good, you know, quite an easy search, you could find it elsewhere. You have then improved upon your plan by offering the video guide on top of that or the video course on top of that. Then if you know if that kind of gets a little bit more out there in the future, you can maybe add the next tier of the pre-made. So you're kind of you're becoming pre-warned of what's out there, trying to tackle that or fight that to have it brought down, but also taking that as a heads up as I need to keep my product fresh or my my service fresh. So even though people are taking it, they still can't replicate or mimic what I'm offering right now. Yeah, the Google Alerts thing, that sounds great and definitely something I'll be looking into. So thank you for that. That's that's really good. And I think that will help a lot of people, um, you know, that sell a pre-made product. So if you were to give one piece of advice, one takeaway when it comes to this business model, what would that be? Uh, I've, I've probably already said it, but yeah, customer care. I do everything. Well, I'll give a few pieces of advice because there's there's a lot I've learned from you know five years um, on Fiverr. J- customer care is the number one for me. Look after your customers. Your customer care has got to be equally as good as uh, the product that you're selling. Um, uh, yeah, and and copyright. Look, see you know, see if you can uh, copyright it as even if you just write copyright on it somewhere that will help uh, it's better than nothing um yeah and do you know take take your advice adam like look at google alerts and just make something that is interesting it's fun and you know we all like to laugh so if you can put a little bit of humor or a little bit of your own personality in it and make it make it stand out you know i like to try and make it mind stand out because of it being a brand and being a little bit funny and uh, educational, but also fun to do at the same time. So think, think about it as a brand, you know, think about all the top brands in the world. Why are they so, why are they so successful? Why are they so good? People buy into, to people and people buy uh, in, in, into, into brands. So, you know, think about that. Think, you know, Think about how you can make it uh, accessible, easy, but also fun. That's that's my those those are all my tips. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks, Chris, for joining me. Remember, you can check out Chris's gigs on Fiverr at Diet Mad. Our jingle was created by Custom John Loops, and this episode was edited by Dancha. Thanks so much, and speak to you next week. Well, I'm a